Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Masters of Nonsense. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. God. God. God only knows what I'd be without you. Boom, 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 boom. Well, what about your wish? Did you like- I don't know. I can't really pinpoint a life-changing wish that I may have made that destroyed other people's lives. <laughs> Look, all right, could we... <laughs> this is the joke. Oh, Matt ruined some lives. You know, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's it's <No>. terrifying. <laughs> well, it's not ruined. It's just ended. Uh, oh, so. my God, Robert. <laughs> Why'd you call him Robert? <laughs> I said Rob, but then I was going to say something, and it came out as Bert. <laughs> <laughs> you sigh, you sigh, Bert. Hey, Bert. <laughs> like, man, it was a hard day, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of you two dressed as Bert and Ernie, the terrifying pictures. <laughs> when, when your mom's giving your little cousin to you, it looks like a sacrifice. My nephew. <laughs> Why don't you understand family relations? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it just came out wrong. It's okay. I don't want to watch what I say because yeah, I yeah, don't, don't say wish. you wish that you knew how these dynamics work. <laughs> All of a sudden, I speak perfectly. I remember every line of a freaking of a song. Because my whole family would be in a van somewhere. <laughs> Jesus. Was there any little wishes that you wanted? That... Can't think of anything off the top of my head. It's probably because you're a robot. <laughs> probably. <laughs> His CPU doesn't go back that long. It erases stuff. Hi, my name's Rob. I have no dreams nor wishes. <laughs> But I guess one thing that could tie into it in a way is, uh, thankfully, what was it? What year was this when I was 13 years old, WWF New York just opened? So, yeah, so it's like 2000. 2000, yeah. So, big deal, Times Square, WWF New York, restaurant, really cool place. And uh, it probably opened, like, in January. My birthday was in March, so... Um, our parents were like, oh, you know, we'll take you to this restaurant for your birthday. Mm-hmm. So That was our first time going. It too. was our first yeah. time it going. Was just you it, two? It, it was us with, uh, with our parents. Okay. So our parents are supportive, but they're, they don't really understand wrestling. They have no idea why the hell we watch it and why we like it. So, um, so they take us over there. And uh, it was just a shit show when you think about everything. <laughs> when you put everything together really? in hindsight. Because yeah, think of, like, your parents taking you to something like that. Okay. You know? Right. So it's it was probably the most embarrassing day of my parents' lives. Are you when kidding you really me? Think it was that it. bad? Well, when you really think about it, like, they're <laughs> sitting in a restaurant full of all this wrestling memorabilia and random things going on on screens that they have no idea what this okay. is. They don't watch it at all. They have no idea what any of these <laughs> things are. This the whole is menu. The, yeah, the whole I don't even remember the menu. Not on the planet, though. It's like, you know. It kind of is, though. No, but the (laughs) menu, all the food was, like, named after wrestling movies. Oh, I remember that, yeah. So, um, so, of course, it's my birthday. So, I get, uh, my parents are like, you know, you can get uh, a t-shirt if you want. You can get something else. And then we're going to sit down for dinner. So, I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't know what I want. And, like, at for whatever reason, at these moments, it gets, like, super nervous. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I have all these different options. So I just pick up an X-Pac shirt. And I'm like, oh, I, I want this. 
and it's, <laughs> it's it's a picture X Pac. Yeah, X Pac of all people. It's a picture of X Pac who is a greasy, drugged up guy <laughs> pointing at his crotch in the front of the, oh the shirt. Oh my god! And the back of the shirt says, "Your ass is grass, and I'm gonna smoke you." <laughs> Oh, your dad must have loved that. So he's standing in line. I think uh, Mike and my pa- my father are standing in line, like, trying to buy this. And he's just staring at the shirt like, what the fuck is this thing? Mind you, at the time, our father was a gamefully employed police officer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, man. So, of course, I'm a 13-year-old kid. I don't even get the reference. And I don't even understand... Like, I don't know why this is a little weird that this guy is pointing at his crotch on the front of my shirt, but okay, so, get that. <laughs> oh, this isn't, this isn't the, the end. No, 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 that's not the end <laughs> This is the all. beginning. <laughs> so then, sit down for dinner. Again, I, I don't really remember the menu, but if it's all wrestling-related stuff, so my father's probably pissed off because he's looking at the menu, not understanding what he's going to get from his food. <laughs> Could I just get some fucking chicken cutlets? <laughs> <laughs> why does he want chicken cutlets? <laughs> Why does he sound like my dad? <laughs> so anyway, of course, you know they want to do the really nice thing. They want to have uh, they want to have birthday cake for me at this place as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think was it the the waiter or was it our, our mom that the asked waiter. the waiter asked like who is your favorite wrestler? Mm-hmm. So again, I get nervous for whatever reason. And you go straight for Xbox. I go straight for Xbox. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I even know that's not your favorite wrestler. No, the best part is that I, after you said I turned to her, I'm like, Xbox? Xbox. <laughs> Xbox. And then I'm like, I meant to say Triple H. <laughs> because let me tell you something. When I get confused with Triple H, it's Xbox I think of. So, so now I'm sitting here and I'm like, Oh my god, this guy asked me who my favorite wrestler is. I say X-Pac. I have a shirt with this guy on it. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I have this. I'm not wearing it at the moment, but I'm looking at it. And I'm like, alright, this is going to be really bad. So, we eat the dinner. I don't remember the food that well. I think it was pretty terrible when you put it all together. Overpriced. <laughs> yeah. So, finally out comes this giant cake that has... The same exact picture of Xbox from the T-shirt, which is again him pointing at his crunch. <laughs> and you gotta eat it. And we have to eat this cake. Have candles all around. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll embed the picture of, of Xbox that was on this cake. Oh my! Are you freaking kidding me? So now, could you imagine my parents sitting there? Eating a cake of this guy's crotch. I would kill you. Did we finish the cake? (laughs) I don't think so. I would beat you senseless if I was your dad. (laughs) I can only imagine what then. I can't remember it, but... poor mother. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine the conversations my parents were having on the train ride home? Oh, man. When they (laughs) were... And that's the exact picture. Exact that is the exact picture that was on that cake. We have to upload that yeah, yeah, to we, Instagram we just to in. show what this is. I so mean, like, this is the guy you thought was the dirty Frenchman because he was the European champion. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly what I thought. He came out with the European tongue. I'm like, oh, I guess he's oh, European or something. And his tongue is sticking out too, so that makes yeah, it better. So you're eating the tongue, who? Yeah. Remember, like our sister would always say, like how skeeved out she gets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's the thing because. I was bad with wrestling because I always thought, you know, my first initial 
like sighting of certain characters. I thought that's with them. So X Pac was European. I thought The Rock came from Alcatraz. That's why he was called The Rock. Because <laughs> the night I saw him, he was arrested and he was fighting all these guards. I'm like, oh, he's coming from Alcatraz. And I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. Little did I know that had nothing to do with him. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't wish anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he'd become a bad guy. <laughs> so wait, now that I just pieced everything together. Oh, no. I don't know if it was a direct wish, but when you think about it, right after that day, I think that's when we got, like, our parents were like, you know what? You can go to that place whenever you feel like it. So then we would get Metro card money. Oh, you're right. That's and, right. like, 20 bucks. Like, if you want to buy a shirt, you can go ahead and do it. Oh, really? It. But they, like, so now we can go on the train by ourselves. We can go to the city by ourselves. They wanted absolutely nothing to do with this restaurant ever say. again in their lives. That's what I was so, just about to say. So we got a little bit of independence just by <laughs> from X Pac. <laughs> Make some noise, X Pac. X Pac. <laughs> who was that guy? It was like X Pac in the in the back. What the guy? The guy who just said X Pac, or the guy who did the whole song? I guess the guy who just said X Pac. I have no idea. <laughs> but it was such a thrown in thing. It was like X Pac. <laughs> You think you could tell us what to do? That's how you know we're true nerds because they used that song originally from Mike Tyson when he was in DX. Yeah, you know what? I don't know about that. <laughs> well, thank you, Rob, because yeah. your wish actually let us grow up. And, like, <laughs> yeah, because you guys more. were going to the city way before I was going to the city. But, but then also that you went to school in the city, Mike, and Rob just wanted to go to WWE New York. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in – I think you came and remember in Fordham Prep we had those college visit days. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we said we were going to go to NYU, and we just went to Times Square to hang out in WWF New York. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that was when it was WWF? Yeah. Wow. That, man, we're getting old, dude. Before the fucking pandas screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> pandas um, The only thing I can remember with WWE New York was they had the little handprints of all the big wrestlers, and I remember putting my hand in Andre the Giant's hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That was his fucking... Because you know when people say, like, oh, yeah, you know, his hand was huge and stuff? It's like, his hand was fucking huge, you know? Which reminds me of uh, another thing that uh, Andre was in, The Princess Bride. That's a freaking great movie. But the thing is... (laughs) Rob refuses to watch it again because in his head it's like three hours long. Oh, yeah, it feels like the longest movie in the world. It's only like an hour and a half. Dude, it's only an hour. It's a great movie. But I listened to the the audiobook of... um, the behind the scenes uh, book that Carrie always made. Oh, the one he did for his ju- drug money. <laughs> <laughs> he did his like, oh man, I really need cash. Let me just like you know scratch up. Dude, you know? that guy, he was a good looking guy. He was in decent shape. What the hell happened to him? I don't know. I mean, I still like him. Don't get me wrong. He's no, still I like awesome. him. I, I admire him a lot. But there was what movie did he show up in that we saw? It was like one oh, of those rom- yeah, it was a, a romantic comedy, or no yeah. strings or something. Yeah, it was like something that. like that. And he just looked terrible, man. It was, I think. Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman were in that movie. Yeah. Why were you watching this? It was a New Year's Eve and we had nothing to do. It, was, it, it wasn't just me and him. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. like, you know, no, my wife was there. So. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> but we ended up watching and then all of a sudden in the last 10 minutes, this fat guy shows up. He's like a doctor. I'm like, Matt and I'm like, wow, he sounds familiar. It was Carrie Elway. <laughs> he had like a mustache shave and stuff, you know. So did, but, he, did he look like he did in Saw when he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. He was and like that, crying in the corner. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, but the thing is... So it, he actually read the book? Yeah, he actually read the book, which was awesome. Because it was really cool hearing him. And anytime they had other people talk, except for it was like Manny Patankin, um, 
Fred Savage and there was someone else. It was all the actual people. So um, they couldn't get Fred Savage. <laughs> it, it was Fred Savage, and I think it was Rob. Oh no, Rob Reiner talked. That was the director of the movie, and that was cool. But the thing is, though. The only problem I had with the book, it was really, really cool. It was, like, awesome. And the stuff with Andre the Giant like, awesome. It's like, wow, this guy was a really cool human being, you know? And it's, like, especially with the shit, you know, him being so big and stuff, and everybody just looked to that. He's actually, like, seemed like a, a really cool guy to be around. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> yeah, he's big. He's the Andre the Giant. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that no, there was more to him than just that. And, like I said, the whole thing was cool, but this was my only problem with it, is that... It was almost like it sounded a little kiss-assy because everybody had no problems. Even when there were problems, everybody was cool with each other, which is, like, really awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. During the filming of Princess Bride. During the filming of Princess Bride. That, like, even when bad stuff happens, it seems like everything works out and everybody was, like, very cool. Which, don't get me wrong. If that's true, that's awesome. But I was like, wait a minute. This sounds like (laughs) horseshit. It was like one of those things that's like, wait a minute. This sounds a little too, like, neat and clean, which is cool because the movie has that feel to it, too. But uh, the thing is, though, they go into the fencing stuff, mm-hmm. and man, that you know, with Manny Patankin and uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts there, what the hell? Who is that? A That's character. him. <laughs> he looks like shit. He looks like Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> we should put that up and like Carrie always letting go. <laughs> We still look. We're, we're Carrie, looking at a picture of current Carrie Elways. Yeah, yeah, but we want to say though, we want to throw it out there, Carrie. If you ever listen to the Masters of Nonsense, hashtag us at. Uh, <laughs> we still love you. You're freaking awesome. But dude, like, if you need this help, is, like, okay. you know. where this is coming from is because this kid had a freaking heart attack. Because he critiqued Harrison Ford on one of our earlier episodes. Because I love Harrison Ford. I think he's great, but he always plays like this in the new roles. He always plays like a grumpy asshole. Like now, I'm not saying he is one. I'm just saying the way it portrays, like the new Indiana Jones film that I did not like. It just it came off bad. But I still think he's a great actor. You know. So he's okay. mad at us because we didn't edit. Because that if out. Harrison Ford ever listens to us, I don't want him to think I'm a dickhead. You know. And the same thing with Danzig. Who, you know, I said, like, he's, I'm not saying he's a dick, but, like, you know, he's always portrayed like that, and I said that he would be a good Wolverine, but I was meaning that in a warm way, and I just want to clear the records with those three that I still think they're great people, I still love their work, you know? Also, in Matt's world, he said he was okay with what he said about Danzig, because he started the phrase with, with all due respect. Yeah, because I fucking love Danzig. Dick. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> or at least he comes off to some people like that. But the thing is, though, is that I still think his music's great. He's best singer ever. Okay, how about all right, this? All right, wait, wait. What does this have to do with Carrie Elways? <laughs> Just so <laughs> Carrie Elways listens to us, he doesn't think we're assholes okay. because, you know. We'll do you a favor. <laughs> As of this moment, the Masters of Nonsense officially endorse <laughs> Carrie Elways. Uh, as an awesome human being. As an awesome human being. Um, Harrison <laughs> Ford is not a grumpy asshole. <laughs> and Danzig is short, but he's not a dick. <laughs> yeah, but a great singer. Right. Sure. Anyway, but anyway. he may be a dick. We, yeah. We... <laughs> so, okay, you're reading Princess Bride. So I'm reading Princess Bride, and the funny thing is... right Or before... the behind-the-scenes for Princess Bride. Yeah. Well, you're, he also did read the book recently, too. I read the book, which is really depressing. It's good, but it's really depressing, like, the ending. It's just like, oh, man, I'm really glad they didn't leave that on that note on the movie. You know? <laughs> it's one of those. Like, holy shit, this got fucking dark, man. But, uh... 
it made me like when I'm listening to the the making of they start talking about the fencing and I'm like oh shit this is awesome and they go into the guy Bob Anderson who was the fight choreographer he was a guy that was in like World War II and he did all the fights for like uh, Errol Flynn who was a fencer and like he his movies always had fencing and in like the 40s and 50s and stuff and I was like, oh, man, I really got to start doing fencing again. Because I know you guys know, but our audience doesn't know that I actually did fencing for about four months back in the early days of 2011. And I did this, it's a sword called the Epe. And the Epe is a very long sword. And it's a stabbing weapon. And it was cool. And I thought, oh, this is awesome. I loved fencing and stuff like that. So I went on this site called meetup.com. And they had a New York fencing club. So I joined it. And you, all you had to do was bring your own equipment. That's all you had to do. So what did I do? Got all the fencing gear, man. So I got the helmet. I got the sword. I got the, the glove. And I go, like, I try to go every week. But it's very enjoyable. And you ended up on Fox News. <laughs> yes. And the first <laughs> night I started this, I ended up on Fox News. Because they were doing a story about, oh, what do adults do for fun and stuff? Like, how do they meet up with people? And they were there. And I'm, like, at a couple of seconds of doing a really shitty job. Yeah, let me tell you something. For someone now, you know, you're taking it seriously. You're doing a good job. You're making your national TV debut. Could you at least have decent form? Yeah, I did some fucking shitty smacking form. the swords around. You. <laughs> I was like standing up because the thing is, you have to get really low in fencing, and I was standing up straight, just like swinging the sword. <laughs> it was really bad. There was no technique at all. But there's a picture. Like uh, Mike took a picture of me, so you see me through the you know the little uh, mask and stuff. But then as I went on, I st- so I started with the Epe, and then there's another sword. You sound like you're saying Hepe. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, did you ever... <laughs> what? You know, you're supposed to get tested for that. Oh, my God. I got tested for... I'm fine. Once. Listen, the Masters of Nonsense are officially report that Matt has no diseases, <laughs> and it's especially not Hepe, all right? I just want to say that out loud. You're, you're going to have to update your Tinder profile. <laughs> not Hepe. Hashtag no Hepe. Hep free. <laughs> Anyway, there was another sword that I really liked called the Saber. And the Saber's cool because that's the one where you can actually slash. It's not just a stabbing weapon. So I bought a Saber. So I have that one. So now I feel like fucking, you know, Errol Flynn type bullshit. Like, ha-ha. And then I got, um, there's one that they use in all the uh, high school competitions. It's called a foil, and that's the smallest. Mm-hmm. So now I have all three swords. And actually, I have them with me. And I was thinking that what we could do is that we could all take a picture where each of us holds a sword, and each sword could be like our personality, and we'll be like the Three Musketeers. I mean, we do have the facial hair for it. We do. Well, you, yeah, actually, we do. Holy shit, man! You got the goatee. I got the bushy beard, and now Rob looks like Satan. So. <laughs> hey, Rob looks like the guy that you wish to that killed, <laughs> killed all those people. Wait, why is why is there horns coming out of Rob's head, and he's turning red? Like I said, he could be freaking Dave Grohl from uh, the Tenacious D video where he turns into Lucifer. I'm actually terrified. Are you going to stand up and have hooves? <laughs> he has the satyr outfit on. The furry legs. Now, something about your fencing thing that I thought was absolutely hilarious. What? What? Someone put like a review up of the group. And they said that Matt has been the cause of many a drawn saber. 
But the funny part is I go there, and there's, like, no one with a saber, so I don't even use it. And then the one guy I fight with a saber, he, like, kicks my ass every single time because I got bad form. But in my head, I see you walk in, and it's just people leaned up against the wall. And as you show up, the saber's left off. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the saber's lift off like they have it to their side and then they start getting higher and higher as you <laughs> they all salute me as I come by and I pull it out I basically make this noise here let me see if I can do this so right now Matt is reaching into this terrifying red bag <laughs> I mean what noise when I pull it out <laughs> you just drop So you just ruined Rob's floor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you just broke everything. So which sword is this now? I wish you wouldn't break my stuff. <laughs> Sorry about that, boss. What's <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so funny? Because Rob said he wishes you don't break his stuff. You just disappear in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I have in front of me is a saber. This is so it has a little cup here that you can protect your hand because the thing with the saber is that you could hit everything above the waist. So if you hit my arms, my neck, my head, that counts as a point. So nipples up, nipples up, basically. <laughs> this is actually this is not the original sword, but my father gave me his fencing sword when he was in college. So I have my father's oh, so sword. Like a dynasty here? No, that, not this one. This is the new one. This is like the the Matt Vanzo one. So this is the one I'll be. Uh, Passing down to my kin, or probably Mike's kin, or whatever. Or your cat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this one's the funnest one to so do. I think the first question that comes to mind, now that you have all this equipment, you've been taking the classes, you know, it's something that's very serious to you. Yes. Could you answer the riddle of steel? Not yet. <laughs> I haven't prayed to Krom yet. Krom. If anybody doesn't get that, that's from Conan the Barbarian. And my father did give me his sword. But you know what's funny about my father's sword? A, it's rusty. B, I, he actually just told me yesterday, he's like, yeah, you know, I never, uh, I don't think I ever fenced with it in an actual competition. I'm like, oh. And then he got, and you know how he got it? He was going to uh, New York Polytech when it was, you know, uh, was Brooklyn Polytech. And he just forgot to bring it one day. And like when he left, he just had the sword. So it's a stolen sword. <laughs> Did he wish for the sword? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually asked him because he lives in California. He sent it to me. No, I'm sorry. Did he wish to get so the wait, sword? How did he send it to you? He, he sent me this tube. It was great. It was like a tube. How do you mail it? a sword? <laughs> you put it in a fucking tube. And it was like it came in and I was Dude, like. It's, a, it's like the size of an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like I said. pass inspection. No, not. What do you mean pass inspection? It's a fucking sword that doesn't even have a, like a sharp tip. You could put someone, you could stab someone with that. What are you going to do? Ta- what are they going to take the tube and start stabbing people? You couldn't get through it. That's how yeah, it got through. If it went through like a metal detector or something. Like- <laughs> I'm not going on a plane. I'm going through a fucking. Yeah, I know that. But how did it get to your house? He mailed it. Yeah, we get that. Yeah, <laughs> they got <laughs> Like, what's the mail? Well, this, isn't, this isn't the one. This isn't the one. So. I don't care if that's the one. <laughs> I'm talking when about I a bo- sword getting shipped to you. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, is that when I bought these, I got these all through mail. So they had to go through, you know, Amazon and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's a reputable company that's sending, an, like, a sword to somebody. Yeah, this like is your father 
sending you, <laughs> delivering and it was a like, sword to it was your door. Like, it was in one of those, like, uh, plumber's tubes, too, so it, it could have been anything. Yeah, like, we're not, we get it. If yeah. you order equipment from Amazon, okay, it's from Amazon, there's a record of you buying this, so if anything ever comes up, they could say, okay, this is yeah, right yeah, person. Yeah. But, like, you get a tube from Ken from, from fucking California, and it's a sword? Yeah, basically. And then he also sent me uh, this chess set that he had. It's really nice, marble chess set. But he made a a nice finish for it, right? Mm-hmm. And it took like two years for him to finish it. And then he sent it to me, but it was awesome. But it came in like a plumber's box. So because I didn't know what it was, but I saw my father's name and I was like, oh, is this what I think it is? It was super heavy, and it was awesome. And now it's like I could play chess and everything. So now I can like strategize, like have the mental and the physical, you know. So you've been waiting two years to be able to play chess, which you can and, buy and for like a dollar at the... <laughs> Listen, it's like an a family heirloom, man. No, it's a really nice piece. I, I saw it. It's a really nice uh, <laughs> exactly. chess Exactly, so... But you waited until then. So I didn't can... wait. I played chess before and stuff like that, you know, to get my mental faculties up since I can't... Say, I say Rob Burt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then these other ones. I don't know who's... Who would get what. So we have... Now I'm putting on the table the Epe, which is the big one. This is the heaviest of the swords. This is the just epe? a standard. The epe. It's E-P-E-E. Okay? Not hepe. And don't, you have to, table. don't you have to say something? I'm not scratching use, the table. When you use the epe, like when you stab someone? Oh, no, no. That was the saber. I gotta go, eh, la. Like that. I don't do that, but. And then the last one is, the small one is the foil. And that's the one that usually they use in competitions in high school and stuff. And it's one that you really have to have finesse. Like, it's very hard to... Okay, so the saber is the one that co- it has the thing that covers your hand. Yeah, and that's the slashing and And that's the stabbing. one that you could go n- nipples up? Yeah. Okay. Then the foil... Is the smallest one. You can only hit the chest and the stomach. That's so you like, can't hit the arms, legs? Okay. Arms, legs don't count. Okay. The epe, you can hit anything. You could hit the legs, you could hit the arms, the head, this and that, so... So, yeah, it's... Uh, Pretty good. Look at this. I got a weaponry over here. So are yeah. these the things you're going to hand down to my newborn son? Yes. No, I'm going to teach your newborn son how to... Well, not your newborn son, but when he gets older. I'll be his, like, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. You'll be standing in <laughs> hospital with his sword. <laughs> he stabbed me in the throat. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Matt! <laughs> and it's like, goes right through my chin. I see it's all creepy, like my baby's in the... <laughs> He's in the little crib thing, and, like, Matt's looking through the window pointing with that sword. <laughs> and the, the, one the, day... The mask on, too. <laughs> What am I, fucking Zorro? <laughs> so, <laughs> so some of our listeners have expressed interest in your, like, really depressing love life. Okay. So don't you have a story that involves your <laughs> your fencing gear? <laughs> my fencing gear? And then you meet someone li- after, after fencing one day? Oh, yeah. I met someone randomly uh, after... Should I even tell this story? It's... <laughs> Well, this is what I'll say is the funniest part of the story. You met someone, you decided to show her around the city, but you were carrying your fencing gear everywhere. Oh, yeah, and I went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and, you know, the thing they is... They let I wasn't, you in? No, they didn't. Okay. That was the thing. I was online, and the guys go, wait a minute, sir. And they're like, what's in the bag? And I'm like, a sword's... <laughs> It's like a fencing gear, and they're like, okay, can you step aside? So I stepped to the side, and they checked, and like, oh, okay, they're not, you know, they're not um, not sharp. But they're like, all right, we're going to hold this, though, and please try not to bring, you know, your fencing gear ever again. I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to bring it. But the thing is, I got through the line, you know, to put your bag and stuff like that, since it was on the other side that, you know, I knew no one was going to take it, and it was pretty fast, so... 
Why not, right? So the moral of the story is that the museum has better security protocols than the postal service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grover can mail a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. You have uh, an audio lesson on fencing. Exactly. So if anybody wants to fight me, <laughs> go to MasterofTheNonsense.com <laughs> and put in your... <laughs> if anyone we'll wants... Duel. Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to duel with Matt, email us at mastersofnonsense at gmail.com. And it can't be with, like, pistolas there. It has to be with swords. we got to do this the gentleman way, right? With pistols? You know, like the old pistolas? You know? Oh, I thought you were talking about guns. Yeah, guns, oh, but the oh. old the smoke, the powder, and keg guns where you do, tw- what is it, 20 paces, and then you turn around and you shoot each other? Yeah. Okay. It's like for the honor of a maiden or something like that, you know? Or your honor. Holy shit, I just realized something. What? what? So we're putting this, we will accept <laughs> dual challenge. Don't you dare freaking challenge me on something. No, 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 I'm no, not no. going to challenge No, I know that. Don't make the, our listeners. No, no, but imagine someone emails us asking to do this duel, and we find out it's a sensei reincarnated. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> it's like his son. He wants, like, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> He's been training. But he, like 1993. But the thing is, like, he, but he, like, kicked my ass with, like, with his hand, so, like, I try to hit him with the sword, and he blocks it, and then just punches a hole through my head. It's gonna be, like, in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and that's all because you scratched my floor? <laughs> and Rob said he wished you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna turn into a brute... No, this is what's gonna happen. It's either his son's gonna kick my ass, or when I meet him, he's gonna hit me so many times, it's gonna be, like, the brutality in Mortal Kombat, where I'm gonna explode into bones. <laughs> And I can't, and I'll have a sword, but I can't do one. It'll be like one of those uh, those dreams where you like punch slowly, and you're trying to stab, and I just can't get him because he keeps blinking out of existence and coming back at me and kicking me. But he come back from hell to like, wait, what? Wait a minute, he come back from hell to finish that statement? No, because I'm still thinking of like your sensei's reincarnated in his son, like his soul takes over <laughs> just for that one time, you know. It's like Raiden, all the electricity comes down from him. <laughs> he just starts frying me. No, this is what's going to happen. All right. So his son is like now kind of like, you know, the dark overlord. Like he wants to kill me, the revenge, right? Now I'm going to be probably teaching Mike's son like how to fence and stuff like that. And I'll be like his philosophical mentor, right? What happens in every movie? The mentor always dies, right? Oh, so come th- on, man. I don't want my kid avenging your death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want him to avenge my death. But the thing is, it's like, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to teach. <laughs> come on, man. I want him to be doing other things with his life. Not <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though, is that I'm going to teach. Like, when, basically, when the time comes that he's ready to move on his own, this guy's going to come up and stab me in the back with his fist. <laughs> and it's like his fist is going to come through my chest. And your son's gonna be like, oh crap. And I'm gonna tell him, don't, you know, don't cause vengeance. Vengeance just, you know, leads to more vengeance. Yeah, and then, and then like, he'll son... make peace, though. Yeah, and then when my son disappears, like Bruce Wayne and does all this training, <laughs> he goes to, like, Tibet and all this shit. Like, the mountains, and he trains. <laughs> he meets Liam Neeson. <laughs> and his name is Macaluso. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes that name on. It's a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a code name that they passed down for generations, Macaluso. And his suit will be your face from our logo. <laughs> <laughs> what a suit with like two blades crossed, right? Oh man, we gotta make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
But the one thing we will make happen is we do want people to challenge Matt. Oh, Jesus, this is going to be bad. And there's, you, and there's so many ways that the people can get to us because they can email us at mastersofnonsense at gmail.com. Shit. What they I can tweet at us at nonsensemasters. They can even do it on Instagram at Masters of Nonsense or on Facebook at Masters of Nonsense. Do you realize we're going to get so many people filling up just to want to kick my ass? Like, and that's amazing because we, we will record we, this and put it up. We accept requests of basic karate and fencing. <laughs> Three months of fencing and basic karate. <laughs> and, and yellow belt basic karate. We'll take those uh, requests there. Man. I see this tragic thing happening that Macaluso's spirit or whatever. That's what I'm going to call this guy. Macaluso. Oh, you're Macaluso. But his son comes, avenges your death, and as you die, Kristen O'Connor shows up. <laughs> holds me in her arms. <laughs> I found you. Yeah, why didn't I wish that to, like, you know? <laughs> wish for love and happiness. <laughs> you just wish for an hour back. <laughs> Can I just get those two hours back? <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? What dark path have I put us down? In 1993, which is when I met my future wife, you're killing people. Come on, I wasn't killing anybody. Shit, dude, I think your son's gonna have to avenge me. Come on, man. There's so many things I want him to do. I want him to do more, too, but I, no, I will tell him not to avenge me and to, like, grow as a person. And make, he could be the one that make the peace, because then I'll pass down my sword to him. <laughs> my blunted sword that can do nothing. That's, he's probably gonna get a tetanus shot because he touched it. <laughs> Or he's going to mail it back to your dad, and he's going to get arrested for <laughs> fucking mailing swords and weapons across the country. My dad puts it on, like, my grave, you know? It's like... And it just keeps getting more rusty in the rain. It's stabbed into the ground. And one day the hand lifts up through the ground. I figured out the riddle of steel. Because <laughs> yeah, all electricity is going to be like, it's going to be like a lightning rod. Just, it's going to keep hitting the sword. And it's going to fucking like shock me back. It's going to resuscitate you. What's going to happen is you're going to get stabbed through the gut and it's, you, everyone's going to think you're dead. But the hep A that's in your system is going to repair it. <laughs> It takes me over like a zombie, and I'm just walking around with a sword. I stink. Oh. <laughs> and, and I'm just looking for revenge. I'm like, I try to tell people I'm alive, but it just comes out like... Rrr, rrr. <laughs> but, like, the, the sword is melded to my hand. So, like, when all of a sudden the authorities come, they don't understand that I don't have, like, a weapon. It's, I can't let it's it go. It's my hand. is a blunted fencing sword. <laughs> the challenge has been set do you have what it takes to step up to the man who has a full five months of training let's find out if you want to be considered for a fencing duel with matt email us at masters of nonsense at gmail.com be sure to include your stats we want to know your height your weight your dominant hand and if you used up any of your wishes if you're selected We'll get you a Dunkin' Donuts breakfast before we film this massacre. Feel free to nominate other potential duelers on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense or on Twitter at Nonsense Masters.